0: Some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice from unqualified people.
1: Are you professional or not?
0: No way.
1: F*** sake, man, you're amateur.
0: Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, I love that song. Regardless how many times I hear it, it's still one of my favorites. Yep. And it's weird whenever we're out and we hear that song and it's an eternity, entirety, or whatever you want to say, we've been drinking. Yeah. Uh, it's, we forget there's a whole song other than our <laughs> intro.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: thank you, Gogo go Bordero. Our, fuck, we're
0: drunk. Well, we are. I mean, you're drunk. All right, well, fair <laughs> enough. I'm sleeping on your couch. <laughs> yeah, it's a good place for you.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean.
0: Gogo Bordello sings some really great tunes, and that's a great one right yeah. there. But yep. I will tell you this. Welcome to episode 62, everyone. Yeah, thank you. God damn, it's 62. Yeah, thank you for this welcoming awesome. us into your, your holes and uh, your brain. And we
1: appreciate every single one of you listeners. Don't think we don't, because we love you more than our children
0: sure yeah yeah i would Why? i would give up my yeah. children
1: for you listeners because <laughs> 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 i raise bad children seems presumptuous <laughs> yeah,
0: no. so no, anyway you guys are great i love you hey uh speaking of uh loving the crowds and whatever else we had we just got done last night doing a show in the bridger valley at the american legion of fort bridger and it was by far one of the best shows uh with the best crowds we've
1: had. i i like i uh text the uh, booker today and i was like kim it's insane i just we appreciate you so much asking us back because believe it or not the bridger valley of rural wyoming is one of the hidden gems of the comedy world yeah it's just a great venue they could put a put a lot of people in the seats. And it's just a good crowd.
0: Yeah, they they freaking love just coming to see comedy and they get involved in a good way. I mean, we had a bit of a disruptive group, but it's because they were a bunch of shit faced uh teachers.
1: Yeah, they were they don't get out a lot and they were yeah. drunk.
0: Holy crap. Yeah, but uh, in general though, they weren't they weren't really disruptive. No, no
1: hecklers in the whole crowd. Yeah. It was mostly veterans, ranchers, and a Drunk group of teachers, <laughs> but they were a lot of fun too. We hung yeah. out with them afterwards.
0: Yeah, good time. Yeah, so I mean, in general, that was a great freaking crowd to everyone that showed up and is listening to this show. Thank you so much. I mean, it, it was it was really great. Uh, we we look forward if you're uh, in a small town, in a small town Wyoming or small town somewhere that we can get to. In general, we'll go and play. We'll go and do stand up comedy in your place. That's fine. Uh, We don't mind traveling.
1: No, it's like I said, uh, being a comedian in the Rocky Mountain region, especially Wyoming, is a lot like being a comedian in in Canada because you have to travel long distances and play these small communities. Yeah. But they appreciate it so much and they are some of the funnest crowds ever.
0: Holy hell, are they? And so uh, we, you know, last time I was at this place, uh, the place that we were at last night, a lady decided that she was going to tell a joke, but she didn't want to walk up to the stage. (laughs) She crawled. She wanted (laughs) to crawl up to the stage. And so she did. She crawled herself up on the stage, grabbed the microphone from me, and then just slurred out this one-liner. And it was actually... Pretty funny. I don't remember what it was, but no one really could understand her. Something I just, about
1: just, dogs and the paws. and Yeah. But it was good.
0: It wasn't bad. I was standing right next to her, so I had, a, I had an easier chance of hearing it. But everyone was like, shut up, lady. <laughs> Come back to your seat.
1: My favorite part of that whole thing was when she crawled. She literally cl- crawled. Up to the stage, like, she was incognito. Yeah. Like, she was a sniper. Yeah. But everyone could see her. Yeah. I stopped
0: telling a joke and was actually like, wait, what do we have going yeah, on here?
1: Like, what's, what's going what, on? What do we
0: have going on here? So
1: she stands up, goes to the stage, and he's like, oh, and very drunkly slurs out, I just want to tell a joke real quick. And you were very accommodating. <laughs> <laughs> Gave her the mic and let her do her shtick. The best part of it was her daughter and her group of friends were in the crowd, too. (laughs) And the very last table, they were kind of dicks.
0: Yeah, they were.
1: But then you heard that in the whole crowd. It's a big crowd. Mom, will you please go sit down? (laughs) That was one of the funniest things Uh, I've ever had experienced in my life. It was so
0: goddamn good. So anyway, the, the whole point of this, though, is that we love doing comedy in Fort Bridger. And we'll keep going back, yeah. And Fort we'll Bridger, keep going Wyoming, to... it is
1: insane.
0: Yeah, we'll keep going back to all these small towns because, I mean, in general, they're a freaking great crowd.
1: Well, Fort Smith, I, it's, it might be getting a name, believe it or not. Um, we've done it twice now, and it's been fantastic. Uh, there's been some comedians come through from uh, the show Last Comic Standing. Yeah, check out that show; it's hilarious. Silver Sarah, uh, Sarah Silverman was there. She she was in Fort Bridger. It's it's a good crowd. It is the hidden gem, I swear to God. Yeah. If there's any uh, comedians doing the I-80 route and you're coming through Wyoming, just hit the quad we have here in the state. You have to do Fort Bridger. Do Club 307, Square State, and Johnny Max. Yeah. All right here in the in the region here.
0: Yeah. Ones that we have done very well and uh and really love doing. To be honest. Yeah. Just comedians. You're out there and you're uh,
1: wanting places to go. Just do that. Hell, oh, yeah. Holy crap. You're guaranteed to get laughs. Great crowds. Money's minimal. but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but hey. No, we you, do okay. We do you, all right. Yeah. We're doing all right with it. It's okay. Yeah. But it is, it's not for the money at this point. It's just you got to do it. Yeah. You have to play those places. And Fort Bridger is just a gem.
0: Yeah, we do love the money. We do love the yeah. We love definitely love it. the money. Yeah, <laughs> don't get us wrong. We love doing it, and we love the money. Don't get yeah. us wrong. Yeah,
1: I mean, we're not gonna do it for free <laughs> unless it's amputee kids. We're a, a charity. We're uh, performing for. Is there
0: a, is there a charity about amputee kids? I'm sure there is. Oh shit, I, I've never heard of one.
1: I just don't think they appreciate my female jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll play it.
0: They, I mean, they could or couldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to do it either. Be like, hey, uh, you know when your legs hurt? Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. No, I I like to think. No, no, I mean, not your actual legs, your phantom legs. (laughs) 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 I like
1: to think there's a kid out there that blew his hand up with fireworks. He's like, you know what? I enjoy a good she male joke. Yeah. I'm gonna go he also listen goes, to I'm never
0: going to trust my Uncle Maury again. <laughs> For two reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that a she male slash inappropriate fireworks <laughs>
1: joke? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, there you yeah. go. No, Fort Bridger has to be one of the best places a comedian could go to tell his jokes. Yeah, and I know the guys that uh, a few of the guys and I forget their names and I feel embarrassed. But yeah, they come through from the last comic standing there. Yeah, they're touring a lot more than we are, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, they've stopped there twice. (laughs) Sadly. Yes, sadly. But no, they're going to be there in November. So check out dates uh, in November in the Fort Bridger, Wyoming area, believe it or not. They're going to be there. I'm sure they're going to sell out the house and they're going to. Be fucking fantastic, and it's yeah. going to be funny. Go check it out.
0: Yeah, and then look for us next time, I guess, mm-hmm. when we go back over there because they said they were going to invite us back over.
1: Yeah, just yeah, just look at us regardless of where we're at. Yeah. I'm so needy. I will yeah. go to a Wendy's oh, and do yeah. a comedy show while you eat a chicken sandwich. As long as you pay me to be there, I'll tell some yuck yeah. yucks. You eat your chicken sandwich, I'll tell a few jokes. We'll go our own ways at the end.
0: You're like twenty dollars for five yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's just like. And I everything. will show up at your place. <laughs> How do you think I was married three times? Yeah, that, that was the basis for all of it. You just go like this. You want me to show up at the Wendy's? You want me to show up at your high school? Twenty dollars for five minutes. Yeah.
1: And and last night, uh, yeah, comedian uh, Mike Cheatwood was with us. Yeah. Goddamn, he was good. He was good. It was fun. He uh, MC'd most of it. Believe it or not, we got him to MC for us too, and uh. Holy crap, he was funny. Yeah. You know, and the whole show just slayed. It was a good show. It was a fantastic show, and I just hope next time we were anywhere and you hear we're playing, just show up. You're going to have a good time.
0: And that's the one thing, is that everyone seemed to have a fucking blast. They did. It was that, or I was going to mug him in the parking lot. Well, and they would have had a different fucking surprise there, huh? (laughs) Surprise? (laughs) They're like, wait, isn't that tall, goofy guy in a ski mask? No. Yeah. <laughs> tell me a joke. Like, I'll tell you a joke. Give me your fucking wallet. <laughs> 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 like, that's not funny. Like, it's funny for me. <laughs> Give me your fucking wallet.
1: <laughs> Clay and I are from a rough neighborhood. That's <laughs> that's the norm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know about yeah, that yeah. in general but you know whatever yeah uh i'm still uh recovering from uh the old ye old vasectomy oh that's right you got neutered yeah no i mean i didn't get neutered that's no you got neutered ball. that's why they take your balls but my balls are in the bag
1: no i've been telling everyone finally your wife has gotten you neutered
0: yeah but she hasn't
1: though well everybody else thinks differently because of me
0: i mean why would they actually neuter a guy that's what I've been telling people. I mean, that, just makes, that makes no sense. They don't neuter guys.
1: Well, they don't, but that's what i mean. Unless telling Unless
0: you're in Nazi Germany, then they did that. But no, I mean, I still have my balls.
1: Well, I don't know. I just tell people they're neutering. I know you just got snipped.
0: Yeah, a little snip-snip. Yeah, a little snip snip, snip, snip rim, rim. Rim.
1: But I'm telling everyone you have a cone over your head, and you can't lick your own balls now
0: because they're not there. Well, I mean, that's true, not because they're not there. I just can't lick my own balls. No. I mean, I've tried a long time, but you just won't let me. I mean, you just have to...
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's
0: like if I got them super warm, <laughs> like they're way down, then maybe, you know, like just flop them up there and just see if I can catch my tongue yeah. like I'm trying to lick my nose. Yeah.
1: That's the thing about me. I have a huge sack, tiny yeah. nuts. It's the weirdest thing. It's like half a bag of pistachios. <laughs>
0: It's like a grocery sack with two peanuts in it. Yeah. It's like when you open
1: up a bag of
0: legs and it's just mostly air. See, I mean, I could probably do it if I really got them warm. You know, if it's like in a sauna and really try to flap it up there and see if I could just like, (laughs) just maybe just catch the tongue a bit. Like, I licked my own balls today. Yeah. All right. I've always been kind of
1: envious of the guys that could fillet themselves. Like Ron Jeremy could back in the day when he was younger. He could. Yeah, he could put his penis in his mouth. Good for you. Yeah, I just there's a few things that really hindered my ability to do so. One, Irish penis. Yeah. Not happening.
0: I was gonna say I I uh super out of shape. <laughs> but yeah. if I was in shape, I probably still couldn't. <laughs> you know, I've had the same
1: dad bod since I was 17. See, there's I didn't.
0: I at one point in time I I had a six pack and whatever else. And I do remember trying immensely one one evening. <laughs> I was like, it's going to happen today. I'm going to really grip and rip it. And then I ended up just hurting my back. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate what you've done. I don't know if I've actually yeah. tried to give myself a, a BJ.
0: Well, I just was like, could I do it? I want to know if I could, you know? Fair enough. You know, there's just certain things you would like to know if you could. It's not that you did. It's just like, could you, you know? Fair enough. Right?
1: I just, looking at my stomach and looking at my dick, I just knew that was. Oh, no, God, no, Even then, I'm just like, this ain't
0: happening. Yeah, no, I mean, this was like, I was 14, you know, I was like, you know what? We're going to see if we can climb this mountain right now. (laughs) Turns out. Turns out, no. No, I couldn't. <laughs> nope.
1: Not climbing Everest anytime soon.
0: No, no, not at all. Yeah, I had a six-pack abs, and I was like, hey, I think we're about to kiss the dick right now, just for no reason. Just trying to do it, because I got a Friday I don't have a whole lot going on right now. <laughs>
1: I was a chubby kid growing
0: up. Oh, see, so yeah, yeah I, w- I was not. And then I was like, uh, yeah, let's see if we can do it, you know? And I was really grabbing a hold of it. I was like, ah, we're going to do it. I was really trying. And then I was still like, there's no way in fucking hell this is happening. Yeah.
1: No, I, I grew up a chubby kid. Nobody was uh, willing to go down and uh, see what was going on downstairs, including myself.
0: <laughs> so you can
1: imagine the depression I grew up with.
0: You're like, that smells like a foot. I'm not going down there. Yeah, no, that's that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: blame other chicks
0: for not wanting to date me. Like I'm spraying it with a deodorizer from the Bowling Alley's <laughs> shoe thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just
1: need to disinfect and make it smell good at the same time. <laughs> this is before Lysol. Uh,
0: it wasn't. <laughs> no? Lysol's been around for a long <laughs> time. To-
1: no, nah, I don't know about that. Yes. Sometimes you just, um, as my dad said, just put whiskey on everything. It'll cure all.
0: Oh, well, it's kind of true.
1: Yeah. Including my childhood trauma.
0: <laughs> it's well, working yeah. so far. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it probably would have just been like throw some whiskey in it. You probably could to suck your own dick. <laughs> <laughs> As my
1: dad told me, that's how he met your mom by <laughs> uh, sucking his own dick with whiskey. Yeah. It was weird. My dad yeah. grew up weird.
0: <laughs> he just goes, check this out, party I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> no, like my th- holy shit Gerald could suck his own <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised If my dad could Because uh. he was such a stud growing up This is no shit about my dad It's hard to look at him now Because he's a feeble old man almost But back in the day In the state of Ohio He was the second highest scoring player In basketball In the whole state of Ohio mm. And he was a farm kid. Grew up on a farm in the village of Coolville. Oh, it says the village of Coolville. He didn't even live in the village. He grew up outside of a farm like two miles, three miles down the road from the village of Coolville. And he was and a he basketball just shows
0: up. He just shows up and goes, listen, y'all.
1: <laughs> listen.
0: I'm about to take you to fucking yeah. show right Yeah, now. He's
1: like, get in the truck. They're like, what truck? He's like getting the fuck truck I'm taking you all to pound town
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and he did he was in such good shape that, well first of all he was voted most attractive in his high school it's Uh-oh. in his yearbook it's funny and when he served during Nam, he gained weight in boot camp that's how in good shape my father was <laughs> he wasn't boot camp and gained weight because they weren't working him out enough that's how much of a badass my dad was
0: oh he could suck his own dick oh he could definitely suck his own dick <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: and uh, he calls me a pussy a lot well well called spade a spade yeah it makes
0: sense really yeah luckily my dad never did any of those things no 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 he didn't suck his own dick no <laughs> no no, he was a he was a football player and a piece of shit kind of, <laughs>
1: kind of a piece of shit. They called him Old Stabby Radukovich.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He never stabbed anyone, not that, that you, I know of anyway. Yeah, he might have. He might have, I suppose. But yeah, no, he just he uh, played some football, did some shit, but uh, no, just in general. I think I'm the fuck up with the family and in, in general. Well.
1: No, I could definitely tell I know all your family. Yeah, you're definitely yeah. the fuck up.
0: Yeah, they're like, hey, is there a binge drinker in your family? And you're like, well, yeah.
1: We have a few.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of alcoholics, but not a binge drinker. Uh, minus the son, this guy. So, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, we're going to be uh, right back with the first question. Right after this. Now we're going to. everyone, we know you love the show, but do you want us to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can, pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, at our gmail, dearar at gmail.com on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. All right, question one is that uh, it says, discovered that my wife and I share the same biological father. (laughs) We have a child on the way. What do we do and what happens next? My wife and I recently discovered that we share the same dad. We have been together for eight years and married earlier this year. We own our own home and we're expecting our first child in March 2020. Our bio father is still alive, but we don't want anything to do with him because he of this and because he was a shitty person. From what I understand, my father, who is persona non grata in both households, did not remain in our mother's lives for long, and while I knew a brief bit of info about him, my partner did not, as he was an all-around shitty person. Despite this, our feelings for each other have not changed, and we do not want to split. We have known each other since starting school and have been through some hard times together. I'm afraid what this means for us and our child, if that means we will have any health complications in life. My wife doesn't believe in abortion personally and does not wish to terminate her first pregnancy, nor do I want her to. So we mean to see it through and hope for the best. We're lucky in that we don't have a history of illness in our mum's families, at least so hopefully that is better luck than some. I know incest is against the law and I am terrified that we could be found out if anyone looked into our histories or if they, I heard they do this, take a DNA sample of our son for genetic testing to make sure he has no health problems and what could happen to us. I'm not even sure what to do except maybe ensure that we do not have more biological children even if our child turns out with a problem just to be safe and adopt something instead. Adopt or something instead, sorry. I don't want to find out, so I am keeping info to minimum, and I will not let anything separate us, and neither will she. What could happen to us? What can, should we do? Should I just bury it? I am in England.
1: I could tell. Yeah. We could tell. You know what? Even though you're in England, it's uh, never a bad idea to get that kid. Into uh banjo lessons. <laughs> yeah, right. As, as soon as possible.
0: So uh I I think it's funny and tragic. It's tragic. Let's let's go with tragic. It's very funny to me horrid. that he's in the middle of his 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 marriage, right? He's married and he's expecting a child. And then the two moms go, We fucked the same dude and made you two. And then they go. Well, fuck.
1: (laughs) What do we do?
0: Yeah, we're half brothers and sisters. And we already have made a child. Yeah, It's there.
1: It's happening.
0: Yeah, it's not like we can now reverse the idea. Like, we can't just go, kidding. (laughs) Kidding? Yeah, backseat on the fucking pregnancy or whatever, you know. Like, I'm not even really at this point in time for uh, abortion in this in this manner because it was, like, two consensual adults yeah. making a child, you know? At this point in time, they're like, we want to have a child together because we love each other and whatever else.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately, they found out now that they
0: uh, are siblings. Can I just tell you that I think it's the shittiest fucking thing of all time that the parents didn't let them know ahead of time? <laughs> Oh, no
1: shit. These parents are really a like You have
0: to let... I mean, you have to think that the moms know.
1: You would think. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's uh, one of those cases when uh, the dude has uh, two different families.
0: Like, he just shows up at Christmas one year, and he goes, oh, hey, I'm your dad. I don't even think he did it. He's like, who's dad? It's like, both your dads. See you later. Sorry.
1: <laughs> they just send a Christmas cards to each other in the mail. Hey, it's a Lannister family Christmas. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was a red flag when you both had the same last name. I do kind of want
0: to know how they found out, because I feel like that is probably the craziest fucking story of all time. They're like, did we do the Ancestry thing? Maybe. Did we also, or did we just get some sort of crazy-ass fucking Christmas card? Or did we get, like, the father going through, like, the 12-step program. He was like, listen. Just makes two fucking phone calls, and they just happen to be the same family. <laughs> you know? like
1: <laughs> He comes over is like, what, do you have a picture of my dad hanging up in your house?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just goes, weird, because I fucked her, and I fucked her, and I, cho- I, fa- I fathered ki- children with both women. And I never saw either of oh Jesus, oh God, you guys are half brother and sister. It's about
1: this time, uh, you guys immigrate to the US and live in Mississippi. Yeah, shit's
0: gonna get weird. Shit's about to get weird. <laughs> I do like that this guy goes, uh, we're really expecting some fucked up shit with this kid. <laughs> yeah. like, he doesn't he actually doesn't want to suggest that maybe the other genetics could have played out in this whole scenario. Like he just goes, nope, our family tree being what it is, this kid's fucked. Definitely fucked. And he's fucked since Jump Street. That's just pretty <laughs> much it. You know? I I don't know that that's going to be the case, really. I think that he probably could be pretty normal in general. I think well,
1: that... Well, they're like, hey, our moms, through our mom, our mums we don't have any uh family history with illnesses but however on our dad's side there's sickle cell anemia and down syndrome
0: yeah so, like well hell lots of shit through the dad like <laughs> yeah. he's got some there's prostate problems he's got some uh, cancer issues he's a fucking pedophile and <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's a pedophile. i guess that is an issue yeah God, I don't even know what to say about what
0: I do want to know. I do. I seriously, I think that how they found out really kind of structures this whole answer, because if they found out together, like as a married couple, whatever, uh, when they're getting married, right? So say they're getting married, and they're like, "Is your father coming?" And they're like, "No." And it's like, "Is your father coming?" Ah, probably not. These pieces of shit. This is my father, and like, oh, this is my father. And they were like, Is this the same guy? <laughs> is this the same and guy? And they got married still at that point in time? You know, and then we're like, Hey, we're going to bang and make a kid. Probably an issue at that point in time. You know, like, <laughs> Wait a minute. Is they've your- made that choice. Is your
1: father Harry Lannister?
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> my say, father is the same guy. But say that they both invited their father. And then again, here's here's the other side of this. So say their father's a real piece of shit. But also, he gets this invite from his daughter and his son to the same wedding on the same day. And he goes, yeah, I'm not doing that.
1: (laughs) I'm not. Nope. Piece of shit. I'm not doing that at all. I'm a piece
0: of shit. I will be a piece of shit. Because this seems like it would be way worse (laughs) if I showed up. He's like, I'm going to have to sit in the middle, like in the aisle. And when they ask if they're going to give anyone away, I'm going to have to be like, not, uh, no. Nope. Because I'm not. You guys are, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like, I'll send the kids something. Maybe a lot of soup. This kid's going to have a lot of liquid diet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to do that. So he's just kind of like, he sees it and just goes, not doing that shit. (laughs) Not doing that shit at all. Don't want to get involved in this. This seems like a fucking... Southern wedding. <laughs> Seems like a southern wedding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he sends an email like, nope, I'm a piece of shit.
0: Yep, I am a fucking piece of shit. He just uh, copies them both. <laughs> sends it to the same person. Yeah, just he same email. Just, I'm not coming. I'm a piece of shit. And they go, well, that's nice. I guess he said yeah. that. And admitted it. And they're like, why did he send it to both of us? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know.
1: Are we related? Yeah. Probably not.
0: And so I hope that they didn't learn any earlier than after there was the inception of Child. Like, if there was a conception and then they learn, I think it's, it's you know, understandable at that point in time, you know? I think that's fucking normal. But if they learned early and then still conceived a Child afterwards... That's on them. Yeah, it's kind of on them, really. Yeah. I'm not saying that they still are going to have problems, and they still shouldn't have conceived. I have no fucking clue. But the whole thing is like, you own the problems at that point in time. Like that, you just like if you have problems, you own them. You know, you did that.
1: But is it fair when this uh, kid is born, and 15 years down the road, when he has a abnormally large forehead? Mm-hmm and no teeth, is he going to be like, gee, thanks, Mom and Dad. You should have aborted me.
0: I don't know. Do you think? Do you think some kid talking like that is going to actually ask about abortion? Well, maybe. <laughs> mean My
1: brother talks the same way. We should have aborted him.
0: You're like, you're like, at this point in time, I wish I would not have been here.
1: Yeah, I, but nope, I don't want any part of this. Grandpa's a piece of shit. No, it's, I, it's weird because at the same time, it's like these are two consensual adults. Yeah. They didn't know.
0: Well, sure. And well, they, maybe. Well, maybe they knew, maybe yeah. they didn't. Depends so, like, on like I feel so connected to you yeah. for, some reason. <laughs> for
1: some odd reasons. We have the same Christmas traditions. It's weird. Almost like we grew up together. Yeah,
0: we make we make tuna sandwiches with dill relish. It's nuts. <laughs> Weird. This is what my
1: dad used to make us during Christmas. It's hard to believe you it grew sounds, up with the same traditions.
0: Like, it sounds like this guy was like a sperm donor. You know, like he 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 just got to swam in. Like, plugged her up and then swam out both families, you know? So I don't know that either family really had a chance.
1: What if that's the case? The dude was just, he's an all right guy. He's just down and out at the time, just bad luck. He's like, well, I'm going to sell some semen and make some cash. Yeah, He made a few the donations case. to the bank. To the I don't bank. think
0: that's the case. I don't think that's the case. Based on the question, it seems like he really was just kind of like, Fuck this lady, made a kid. Fuck this lady, made a kid. See you both, suck it.
1: <laughs> I'll be touring in my garage band. Yeah,
0: I don't think it was like, hey, donor semen. I'll see you later. Maybe. I don't think that's the case. I I
1: I, I want to think this guy is like just a dickwad with some weird English mullet. <laughs> And a Skid Row t-shirt.
0: He's like a pikey.
1: Yeah, yeah that'd even make it better. Just your dad's a pikey, <laughs> and you're both related. This is so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> this made everything okay.
0: <laughs> He's like, I'll do it for a kid, Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, uh, if you both are against abortion and you want to make it work, I don't know what to tell you. It's weird, but it's on you.
0: Yeah. Now, personally. I mean, now that you know, it uh, seems like it's just kind of like either you choose to do it or you choose to not do it, I guess. I I don't really know what else to tell you.
1: you Yeah, I would personally, myself, I'd kick my sister down the flight of stairs and then immigrate to another country. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would do. Uh, Well, both of you seem to want to make this work.
0: Sure, yeah. Portugal's cool.
1: Yeah, Yeah, Portugal's great. You stay in England, just think of the bright side. Uh, No one has to really travel far distances for a family reunion. Everyone's getting laid.
0: You all go to the same family (laughs) reunion? Yeah. (laughs)
1: The, The tree doesn't branch very far on the family tree. It's whatever. It's on you, I guess, at this point.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, really... I guess what you have to say,
1: Mazel Tov? tov, guys. Just don't expect much from your child. (laughs) Hey, everybody. You have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at DearIllAdvised and at Gmail at DearIllAdvised at gmail.com. Also reach us on Facebook at DearIllAdvised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com.
0: All right, I injured both my feet in a work accident. Girlfriend told me she is going to drop me off at par- at my parents' house because she doesn't want to take care of me. What to do? Hello, all my girlfriend and I have been together for three and a half years now. Recently, I had a work injury that took both my feet. My right foot is doing better, but I did, not- I did more damage to my left one. I have an orthopedic appointment next Wednesday. I was told to stay off of my left one. I use a wheelchair to get around, but due to the small house we have, it isn't very wheelchair-friendly, so it's hard to get around. My girlfriend messaged me last night and told me she is sick of taking care of me, even though it's been a little over a week. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said, she hopes my orthopedic appointment is good news for my sake, in quotes. She said whatever the outcome is, she's going to pack my bags and ha- and drop me off my parents' house two hours away so she can have peace and quiet and get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> she has no job and I'm paying the bills on my workers' comp and she, and she, all she has to do is feed me and I can do pretty much the rest of everything by myself. She said it's too much for her and she isn't happy so until I get better, I can go live with my parents. I am so upset because it's half of my house and all of my belongings are here. If I don't leave, I don't know. If I leave, I don't know if I will ever be able to get back. Get them back, and I can pack up right now anyways. I just feel hopeless. She locked herself in the room, leaving me to take care of the dogs and try to stand up and cook on my own.
1: <laughs> what a
0: bitch. My parents' house is even worse because most of everything is upstairs. I don't know what to do. I am depressed. I feel like a waste of space, and I can hardly get around to do things. What should I do? Oh, Wow. Man. Wow. I fuck. feel
1: so much for this guy right now.
0: Dude, Uh, she doesn't give two shits
1: about you. I think she was looking for an out regardless of what it was. Holy fuck. Which means she, two things. She's a horrible cunt and yeah. or you're just a shithead and she doesn't want anything to do with you. And this is the out.
0: Yeah, like, did you beat her before? If you beat her before. Yeah, it's, it's in the right. Then she's, then she's just going to end it and be done. If you didn't, and by the question, it I'm assuming you didn't, just based on the information I have, right? Uh, she is a terrible human being. Like, Listen, probably the worst human being I've ever seen. She might be one of the worst. Because that is the worst fucking thing ever. Like, I, you hurt both of your feet, and you're in a wheelchair, and she goes, I just fucking can't do this, man. Nope, not me. Can't do this.
1: Listen, Jeff, you knew what this was when you got with yeah. me. Our yeah. wine company was built on. You would stomp the grapes. I would bottle it. Yeah. How are you supposed to do that if you're in a wheelchair?
0: Oh, see, I, I can't do think, that. I don't even think she's working. I think that it's it's like...
1: Uh, well, said she's not working. He's paying yeah. all the bills with the workman's cum.
0: Yeah, so that's what I mean. I think that she's just like... I just don't feel like I can do this, and you're a piece of garbage now, and I'm going to be better off without you kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I could play uh,
1: Pokemon Go a lot faster without you.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> the kind of shit, you know? Like, now you can't even walk, and we walked. Yeah. He's like, I cannot I can only not walk for like a like short period of time. If I get better, then we can walk. And she goes, I I can't really get behind that investment.
1: I remember when you used to walk from the couch to the bathroom, from the couch to the bedroom, couch to the kitchen to make a sandwich. You yeah. were walking.
0: Yeah. I can't deal
1: with this. You made
0: sandwiches and you made <laughs> meals and now you can't even walk. And that was a contingent of our relationship. <laughs> you walking, yeah. And so now you can't. And it's like, well, uh, for now, yeah. And she's like, I just can't do this.
1: She's like, we met at Mall Walkers of America.
0: Yeah, this
1: was the foundation of our relationship. Yeah. How am I going to power walk through a goddamn mall past the Orange Julius, the J C Penneys? <laughs> <laughs> and a Tiffany's Pushing a wheelchair Yeah God, this is gross Yeah How do you think It makes
0: me look <laughs> <laughs> I mean The question I hope that the question Is not like As one-sided As it sounds like You know, like You hope the situation Is maybe That he's also Maybe being difficult And, and whatever else You know in legit In legitimacy Where it's like We're hearing one side. We are. You know? And because otherwise, it's just really like you are the worst kind of person. If you're just bailing on this fucking guy because he's in a fucking wheelchair, you know? Like, you just go, I'm dropping you after your parents. You can go fuck off. Like, they have a split level and nothing to sleep on in the main area. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Eat a dick. I'm yeah. sleeping in your house. Suck a dick. Yeah. You know, like, it's just.
1: I'm walking past Spencer's with pride, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you and your wheelchair have an ass. <laughs> you're going two hours away. Eat a fucking cock. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I just hope that that's not actually the case. And there's another sto- other side of the story, but I think the other side of the story right now is he's in a wheelchair and he's a piece of shit <laughs> in the <a> wheelchair. He's <laughs> just all depressed. He's yeah. Like, what am I gonna do? Yeah, he just goes she just is going like, Why the fuck would I want a guy in a wheelchair? That shit's for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All my friends have boyfriends that can walk.
0: Yeah, why the fuck yeah. would I be any worse?
1: Yeah. Hey, my parents have been married for twelve years. Guess what? Both walking. Yeah. This is horrible.
0: And this guy's fucking wheelchairing it yeah. like he like he owns a place.
1: <laughs> like he owns a place. Oh, you get your own ramp, do you? Well, wrap yourself up there, prick. I'm out of here.
0: Yeah. Why don't you ramp up another yeah. fucking boyfriend for me?
1: Yeah. You take the ramp. Watch <laughs> me take the stairs, dipshit. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's hilarious. She's the worst person oh, ever. Fuck.
1: I actually want to write a movie about this situation. Yeah,
0: just... Yeah. I, I, do, I do want to write a movie. Yeah, I think that's smart. And have some sort of secondary standpoint. I hope that she again has a story that's not fucking shitty.
1: I don't think there's a a way around her she's gonna look shitty
0: yeah but I also think that you know in general her standpoint is not gonna be good like it's not it's not gonna be great it's not gonna make it where it's like well I see her I see her perspective it's gonna be like they're both competitive
1: ice dancers how is she gonna move on if he's in a wheelchair yeah no. No.
0: <laughs> I guarantee That's not the case at all. This, this lady one.
1: sounds like she is more immobile by him just by choice. Yeah. Because she just sounds like a horrible human oh being. Oh, my
0: God. She really just sounds terrible.
1: Just doctor filling it all day. Just some uh, hostess cupcakes. Just going to town on that. Yeah. And he yeah. <laughs> goes to work.
0: Hurts just, his feet. Yeah. Like, she was cheating on him. Oh, guarantee. You know, and, and basically now she's mad because he's going to be at the house
1: all she the can't time. Can't cheat now. on him.
0: That's what's gonna. Ha- that's what's happening.
1: I think you're right.
0: Like she's just mad that she can't cheat on him now as easily because he's at the house. So she's like, "I'm going to take you to your parents' house, two hours away. Fuck off. You can just go ahead and sleep in your wheelchair." <laughs> sleep
1: on the wheelchair. Yeah. If you want to lay down flat, just flop yourself out of yeah. it. Just make sure you have your. Just your, land your, on that
0: weird yeah. living room they have that, that they don't really use. You know, just yeah. fucking. Just right bring in the your pillow
1: it. and your piss bag. Go on up.
0: Right in that fucking middle area there. Yep.
1: That that's you now. And you then, suck. Uh,
0: and then I'll just go ahead and just go to fuck town with all these people to show up because I'm a- cheating on you.
1: <laughs> yep. Your feet hurt. I get it. My pussy works just fine. Yeah. I'm leaving you.
0: Yeah, your parents are fucking terrible. You're terrible. Eat a dick. I'm going to fuck some to you. I'm going to fuck some people.
1: <laughs> Good luck in your life, yeah. Wills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Kip, why don't you go to your parents' house, you piece of shit?
0: I like that she doesn't actually go, I'm breaking up with you.
1: She's like, I can tell you're better.
0: Yeah. Which is weird. Like, are, is she taking a break or what What the fuck?
1: She's like, listen.
0: I'm going to take a break with all of your shit in your house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they had a, a vacation plan. They're like, all right, we're going to climb Everest. Yeah. We're going to climb Everest. We've been training for three years to do this. And then he hurts his feet. she's like, I don't know what to do. I have to go to Everest. You can obviously do it. You're going to your parents' house until you're better.
0: I don't think that's the case. No, I I still think it's Doctor yeah. Cupcakes. I honestly think that she's fucking around. Here at his feet, he's at the house. She can't fuck around. That's fair. You know, because otherwise he goes like I hurt my feet. I can't climb Everest with my girlfriend. Seems like that's a big enough thing that he would have mentioned. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that would probably be mentioned. But no, he just probably hurt his feet. Yeah, doing work. (laughs) He's like, I I was working. She was fucking. You know, whatever.
1: (laughs) I have a bunion. Oh, God, go to your parents. Yeah. I think she was looking for an out regardless of what it was.
0: I think that she was she was enjoying the money that was coming in. And she did not want to end the relationship because of the money that was coming in. But now it's not coming in. Because it's workers' compensation. It's not as much. Not as much. Just a fraction of it. And so now she's like, I don't want to take care of this fuck bag. Get less money than I was before. And not get fucked on the side like I was. This is horrible. You're going to your parents so I could do at least one of the three things. This lady sounds like a
1: stripper. I want to think she's Tiffany the stripper.
0: She might have been like a previous stripper.
1: I, I think so. And then he was just coming to the bar, the, into the club, just talking to her, talking to her somehow. They formed yeah. a relationship. He was the the knight in white shining armor gonna Captain Savaho was gonna take her out of that <laughs> that lifestyle yeah well you can't do that if you're in a wheelchair sure yeah i mean granted you could just do a lap dance any old wear but it's not kosher
0: right now to her nope she's just like no going to your parents you go over there you give me your money your house and your belongings yeah
1: you get the wheelchair i get the 2001 pontiac sunfire yep That was the deal.
0: That is the deal. (laughs) And I'll fuck all your friends. I'm going to fuck all your friends.
1: Know what, bud? This is my advice for you. You're in the wheelchair now. You probably have the nickname Wills, which is great. (laughs) But once you get better and you could get into your own vehicle, run her over. Hey, there you go. That's poetic justice.
0: It really is. Just
1: hit her with your vehicle.
0: Catch her doing some real hoe shit first.
1: Or if you catch her shopping, it doesn't matter. Just mow her over in your vehicle. That's going to make you feel better. Make her look like a piece of shit.
0: Also put you in jail. So maybe just catch her doing some hoe shit first. Yeah, do the hoe shit first. Yeah, then, then you know, whatever. Fair enough. I don't know. You should probably go to jail, but they're all the same. <laughs> Good on you, Will. Hey, everyone, you want a question answered you wanted to just send us some hate mail? You definitely can at our website at illadvised.podbean.com, our Twitter at DearIllAdvised, our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, and our Facebook page, newly minted Facebook page at dear illadvised. All right, so this is one of the more odd questions we've received. My husband wants to start a restaurant for magicians, end quotes. And it is tearing our family apart. For the past four months or so, he has been floating the idea of starting a restaurant for magicians with increasing seriousness and dedication. It is not obvious what what this entails. So I ought to explain. He envisions a restaurant which, unbeknownst to the general public, is littered with magical props, levitating tables, bending cutler- cutlery, and torn and restored menus to name a few. The meals served to cus- customers can be requested to have particular playing cards secreted inside to allow for a spectacular reveals. And if you ask a waiter to think of a card, he will always ask, "Oh, uh, you always say the 7 of hearts." The idea here is, it seems, is to allow for an environment where men on dates who are in on the scheme are able to impress their companions with seemingly spontaneous magic tricks requiring little skill or where amateur magicians can go to perform <laughs> relaxed impromptu shows. During <laughs> How can I convince my husband that this idea is bad without hurting him or damaging our relationship? He is incredibly sensitive about it. It would seemingly jump through 1000 hoops to come to the defense of this idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous. I can just see the pitch he's giving his wife. He's like, listen, I want to create an atmosphere where guys could take their dates and make their libidos disappear. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's that's my do, whole idea behind that. Magician. He starts off with like, I want a restaurant with the, and where the atmosphere is magical. <laughs> magical. And she's like, okay. And he goes, literally. And magical. he goes, wait, literally how? And he goes, there's magic Chris." ever. And she, and she goes, wait, what?
1: Yeah, I, I thought maybe you were talking about a fancy steakhouse here. Yeah. What's going and on? And he
0: goes, no magic tricks. And she goes, that's a fucking dumb idea, man. <laughs> that's dumb. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm drying up just you thinking about this. Yeah.
1: The moisture in my vagina is definitely disappearing. Yeah. Uh... Thanks, guy. I like that Just, uh, I don't I'll, like this idea at all. She <laughs> explains she <laughs>
0: explains the magic trick thing. And it's like he I hope that he was like, dude, this is the greatest idea of all time. It explains it to her. And she goes, Sure. <laughs> and she puts it in the question. And, and if you read it, you go like this. That's a fucking dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> What
1: card am I thinking of? And he goes,
0: seven of hearts. <laughs> yes, yeah, seven of hearts. But the second thing of it is, is you ask the next, star, next <laughs> table, and it'll be the seven of fucking <laughs> hearts.
1: Just say seven of hearts.
0: This is tearing I mean, our
1: family it apart. Doesn't,
0: it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because if the next table has a seven of hearts, you're like, no, they're just yeah. putting seven of hearts. The fucking food. <laughs> They're the like, can get into the fucking food?
1: Where's our appetizer? He's like, what's this behind your ear? And pulls out a cheese stick. It was yeah. like, here you go. Oh, Seven shit. of hearts. What do I have?
0: I think that the the fact that this guy is just so behind this idea that it's tearing this family apart. <laughs> They're like, Since, listen,
1: we've always been prop magicians, and you're doing card tricks. Yeah. You can't build a restaurant industry on card tricks. What's funny? Seven of
0: hearts my ass. What's funnier to me is this guy's like, I was a computer programmer, and then I learned sleight of hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed cooking, mm. and now I'm going to open. Yeah. A restaurant for magicians.
1: <laughs> My nine-year-old nephews think this is a hell of a good idea. I'm going with it.
0: Yeah. This is going to impress a lot of ladies. <laughs> yeah.
1: You could leave me if you want over this restaurant idea. There's going to be a million of them lining up at the oh. door of Alcatram Steakhouse.
0: Yep. It's going to be fucked up. <laughs> population <laughs> me <laughs> without like- this magic <laughs>
1: Oh, God, this is the worst ah, idea I've Jesus. ever heard in my life. Because he thinks he's going to have a good steakhouse now and a magician themed. It's going to break. It doesn't break down sound the-
0: like it's a steakhouse. It just yeah. sounds like it's a restaurant. Yeah, a restaurant. So he's probably got like magic themed shit where it's kind of like the like spectacular yeah. fucking <laughs> cheese fries or, yeah. you know, like.
1: <laughs> abracadabra chicken fried steak. <laughs> yeah.
0: Come and get it. You're like, it just sounds like you put a fucking magic word in front of a food item. And he's like, that's exactly what I did. It's like, you're a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah. He's like, who's your favorite comedian magician ever? He's like, Oh, the amazing Jonathan. I've been smoking a lot of meth. Yeah. To come up with this idea.
0: Yeah. And they just go like this. Hey, you know, it's magical. The fact that this place is get shut down. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's amazing that you can't get all these food violations to yeah. disappear before the inspector came yeah. in to investigate.
0: You're making it back there. We can see you doing it because it's in your fucking house kitchen. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, wait a minute. I ordered 10 <laughs> chicken wings. There's nine. And he just goes, abracadabra. <laughs> One disappeared.
0: And tossed one down at him, and he just like he grabs it out of his fucking apron and just goes here.
1: For my next trick, Hmm. gimme 20% tip on the bill. Yeah, you're like, you're sweating
0: into my fucking food, man. I'm not giving you shit.
1: This is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Unless uh, David Copperfield is opening up this restaurant, I'm not going to partake.
0: You but, know, what, you make a good point, though. If it's David Copperfield, I might. You know what, though?
1: But and, he wouldn't give
0: the seven of, of hearts to everyone.
1: No, not everyone. i be a douche about it. No, nope, he's like, seven of hearts, the next table I made an elephant disappear.
0: Yeah. It just
1: doesn't seem fair.
0: He goes, seven of hearts, one table, your food disappears, another table, but yet your wife blows me. It's weird. (laughs) You know what, though?
1: In this guy's defense, one time I was in Parkersburg, West Virginia, at a buffet, and they had a magician going around to all the tables doing magic tricks. At the time, granted, this is like in 99. Sure. Sure. It was mind-blowingly good. It was a good concept.
0: Yeah, but that's, I, not, a, that's not a restaurant for magicians. That's a restaurant no. that had a magician.
1: Yeah, I it mean. was Golden Corral's that had a goddamn magician there. Yeah. Just probably wandering around. Yeah. You know what? Good for him. We gave him some money. I'm sure he made good tips. That's how he made his living. The Golden Corral there magician.
0: There you go. There you go. But it wasn't a restaurant no. for magicians. Yeah, it
1: was basically just a street performer wandered in where and did a bunch of tricks. Where does this guy live
0: that he just goes, there's so many magicians that would come to this place?
1: Yeah, Vegas. It has to be
0: a Las Vegas venue. But even then, what is he expecting? <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's <laughs> he goes, where
0: everyone's like... This is what is Biloxi, this,
1: Mississippi needs. Is this a magician Is this card?
0: Or 7 everyone's like, you could do a trick. And it's like, oh, let me, it's uh, your money's gone. <laughs> your money's gone. Hey, hon. Uh, yeah. yeah. Our no. savings
1: disappeared. I think this magician <laughs> yes. restaurant's
0: good. Yeah. No. I'm with her on this one, 100%. Yeah, just, it's
1: tearing our family apart. Yeah. It's the whole family versus this dickhead. Yeah. This fucking moron. Here's
0: what I would do is let him open it and then option it to someone else. Option it to who, though? I would option it to literally anyone else. Like, let him open it, option it to someone else. Bolster your own finances with your smart finance moves. (laughs) Smart finance moves. Because the lady seems as though she has some smart finance moves.
1: Oh, Seven of Hearts Guy has some smooth financial moves?
0: No. No, that's what I mean. Is I think the lady knows what she's talking about, right? So she lets this fucking douche open it with like a savings account, right? So she tells him to put the money into a fucking investment account, whatever, by himself, sequesters the money. Says, open it, and then she puts her own money and whatever else she's getting from into this other savings account, maybe a CD of some type. So it's like low risk investment. Then she just kind of holds off for a minute, and then she divorces magician <laughs> fuck McGee, which and, I hope she does, and then she's got her own fucking setup. She's got her own fucking set up with the money because she's she's already done this. So he's, she's like, magic trick. I invested myself.
1: <laughs> magic trick. You made her marriage disappear yeah. and I'm divorcing you. Who? that's a be- I b not even hands. say to her option off to anyone because that's such a specific fucking market.
0: Yeah, just be That's, like, hey, option off to your fuck friends that want to fucking do this. And yeah, be like, hey, do you want to buy into this magician's stupid-ass idea?
1: I'm going to option out of this marriage. And yeah. <laughs> go live with fucking cheese stick guys down I the mean.
0: fucking alley. It's just in the middle of the whole thing. I'd just be like, hey, are we optioning off to your friends? And she, he's like, yeah, oh, they're going to invest. And it's like with real currency or is it magical fucking currency yeah it's bitcoin and then they they're like no real currency like oh cool yeah option it off whatever yeah let's option it off and just fucking get some buy-in and so and then get like eight fucking people to buy into it that are obviously fucking idiots because they just are fucking like yeah magician restaurant uh, I don't think anyone's buying this magician restaurant, though. Oh, I think this guy and his fucking douche friends probably would. I don't. It doesn't even sound like
1: this guy's a magician.
0: Oh, I don't think he is. Which is a stupider fucking idea to me. I, I have no fucking clue. But the whole thing is like, so then he's in on this magician idea, and he's like, oh, she's being supportive because she's tra- telling me to get all of my friends who are magicians. In on it. And they're like, yeah, let's buy in on it. And who she has goes,
1: magician friends, though?
0: Who I have has no a, fucking clue, man. Who
1: has several magician friends that he thinks, you know what? Let's build a restaurant around
0: this. I have no fucking clue. Who the I, fuck would actually have a friend who's a magician and go, well, I'm going to build an entire restaurant around you anyway.
1: <laughs> this all sounds so weird. Yeah. I'm with her on this one. That's what
0: I mean. I just, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Guys are dipshit. Is you actually tell it? You tell him, hey, let's separate this. You get your own LLC, and you have your friends buy in on that fucking thing. And then when it goes fucking south and hard, because it will, you just fucking bury him and just go like this. Well, I'm divorcing you. Eat a dick, and uh, and then he's in on the LLC and he's fucking done. I would hope so. I would hope right? he's done. I, I, and then you're just sitting over there with all this money like, hey, whatever. See ya. See you later. She should just be like, why don't we take this money and do a Carl's Jr.
1: franchise here in town? At this does well.
0: Yeah, then you then, can have people yeah. come in and be magicians. You're yeah. like, hey.
1: You could do abracadabra
0: restaurant. Then you want to do a Carl's Junior fucking meal like abracadabra? You have fucking diabetes. <laughs> Here's diabetes. <laughs> Here's abracadabra Cold Stone. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yep. Yeah.
1: Just seven of hearts. Here's your blueberry muffin yep. ice cream.
0: You're at Cold Stone. You you the Carl's Junior pays off. You buy Cold Stone everyone's just like, oh, hey, here's a dollar, sing a tune, and whatever, and you're like, hey, would you like a, would you like some ice cream? And they're like, yeah, hey, why don't you mash all that shit together? And you just magic that into something that's like, hey, this is not a career path. Yeah.
1: Somehow, though, I don't think the health inspectors are going to allow you to pull a rabbit out of a hat in a restaurant where you're serving food.
0: Yeah, just saying, allowed. Yeah, maybe divorce this guy. I agree with that. Hey guys, how are you guys enjoying the show?
1: If you want to reach us, please do so at Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and at Gmail at Dear Illadvised at gmail dot com. Also, you could reach us at our website, illadvised.podbead.com. All right, guys, I got a good one here. It's a little long, and uh, it's in broken English, so bear with me. But goddamn, is it funny. <laughs> so, I got beat up by a little bully kid at front of my fiance and her sister. A few days ago, I had an awful experience because I was beaten and, humili- and humiliated by a bully kid who was about 14, 15 years old, and I am 38. I have never been a tough guy, never fought, never fight. (laughs) In fact, kind of a wimp, I have always been. But I definitely didn't suppose in what a trouble I was getting in at a certain moment. We were outside with my fiance and her younger sister. We just entered a big park in the city we live when a kid on a skateboard approached And he almost crushed over my fiancé's sister. But jumped from his skateboard to avoid the accident. I got angry and burped twice very loudly totally at the front of her face. So I called him little peasant and he should get ashamed about this awful and rude manner. I really didn't expect the poor situation myself which followed... Because I'm much older than him, a well-dressed man with a suit. I am always classy and smart-dressed. A dandy guy I am. <laughs> it's making him a remark about his behavior, so I really expected he will feel ashamed. But this little ruffian obviously didn't didn't care about. At the very next moment, he punched me on my mouth with a fist and my glasses flew away by the punch <laughs> then another fist punch followed in my eye and I just felt on the ground both ladies started screaming and I started to wipe my bloody lip with a handkerchief calling me sissy he made me clean his shoes with my hinky and I just did it he laughed and kept calling me sissy and then punched my nose really hard and I clapped, crying for mercy. <laughs> and then this is update. Then the bruiser shouted me, I do, I still think he is peasant. Kicking my ribs in tears, I screamed, He is not, and I am so sorry. So he just spit it over me and disappeared. The very awful fact was that nobody around helped me and stopped the beating. Even more, I heard laughs around. My pitiful situation amused amused the people around. Update number two. (laughs) It is true that in some fun, in case a 38-year-old dandy guy is crying of a beaten by a little kid, but in fact, I am not a fighter. My fiance helped me to stand up and to sit at the nearest bench. My face was in blood. My shirt, my dress shirt, tie, even my dress pants were bloody. Two white cotton handkerchiefs became bloody red because of the bleeding. We called the police, then gave them description of the bully kid. I feel I know my baby loved me, but her sister calls me a wimp.
0: (laughs) Okay, bud.
1: Oh, wow. All right. Holy shit.
0: So, dude... Can I can I first just say this? You shouldn't be actually referring to yourself as a dandy man. Nope. I I dress in suits. Yeah, I'm uh when
1: I have to dress outside my uniform, I am very dapper. But very.
0: never have I been like, I am quite dandy. Nope. I,
1: I've also said of myself when I am instead. I usually just invest in dress pants when I'm not in uniform when I have to go to work. But I also said to myself, if I ever, ever have to kick a 14 or 15 year old kid in the face, I'll do it.
0: Yeah, but that's 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 where this guy seems to have departed from your school of thought. First, I think that understanding that you are a dandy man is a problem. You don't need to be a dandy man. Like being dandy is not necessarily being a fucking pacifist. No, you could be a dandy guy and punch someone that's fucking with you. But also I don't I don't know that anyone that I know of uses the term dandy to explain themselves. You've never been to the Ohio
1: River Valley, sir. They explain everything in dandy. Yeah, Everything's but dandy in the yeah, Ohio River Valley. I feel
0: like that's probably true, but the whole fucking thing of it is, like, you don't explain yourself as dandy. Like, I've just never heard of somebody say, I'm quite dandy. Well, now I am. Right, uh, but... I just hope when people see me, they're like, well, that was a dandy fellow. Sure, but I've just never... I've not heard it ever. No, this is <laughs> this is fucking funny. I just feel bad right. for the guy, but the fact he's like,
1: "I'm such a dandy fellow," and this yes. kid made me clean his shoes with my handkerchief so, after he beat the. Let shit us discuss out of me. that that whole
0: point. <laughs> God damn it! That's the he, funny He thing. he gets off his skateboard. And Punches this guy. Punches you in the eye. The mouth first. Mouth. And then and, and then, then the eye, I
1: and then you collapse and start cleaning You collapse his shoes. and clean his shoes Meanwhile I just want to know cuz that must have took some time that you know to do a good
0: job which He punches sure, you in the mouth and then in the sh- in the eye, and then you clean his fucking shoe?
1: I'm just saying, yeah, he's down there, and I'm sure a dandy guy such as he is going to do a good job cleaning the shoes. I just want to know what the fuck yes. everyone else is doing. Yeah. In the meantime, he's bleeding from the mouth, cleaning this kid's shoes with his handkerchief.
0: Yeah, and that was the other thing, is he had handkerchiefs on his person. I get it. Seems like he's Dandy. But I don't know what dandy means to this fellow. Fancy. Must be fancy. Sure. But also, if you're wearing a fucking suit, man, if you're wearing a suit, the presumption is, in America, right, that you are able to handle your own shit. You should be able to. If you're in a suit, you're able to handle your own shit. And I'll tell you a couple of of examples as to why. I was in a suit. I was walking in in an alley next to a bar in Laramie, Wyoming. I had a fellow who was walking really close to me say, just look forward. And I said, I'm not really sure why you're telling me that. As we both got tackled by the Lambie City Police Department. They asked what the fuck I was doing, and I said just walking in a suit as this fellow asked me to be looking forward. And they said, go about your day. (laughs) After they tackled you, why did they tackle you? They thought I was an accomplice of this fellow. He were just tackling dandy fellows in the town that time. They were like, he's dandy, let's tackle. (laughs) Well, as this Laramie
1: PD does.
0: Yeah, so let us discuss your... Hardcore
1: dandy tackles.
0: Yep. They see dandy fellow, they have to tackle. That's just part of their policy. I will say this, though. I have been in a suit and stolen a rascal scooter from a handicapped person. So I'm not necessarily outside of the realm of judgment. However, my friend, my dandy friend—if that's how you would like to be, dis- you know, discussed—as it seems as though you would, because you keep bringing up the term dandy. <laughs> He's such a dandy lad. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to belittle you, but you seem to use the term dandy. Quite frequently, so let's go about that. Let's 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 just discuss the 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 fact that you would like to use the term dandy. It by itself, by itself, my friend, seems as though you probably take a fist in the ass. That's all. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, anyone that refers like, to himself just, as a dandy lad, you don't probably
1: goes down with one punch.
0: Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. It's like I I I've seen people in suits do some shit. Don't get me wrong, but they've been dapper, sure, stylish, stylish, stylish. Okay. Yes, very stylish. You know, never dandy. Dandy denotes fucking fisting or some other thing. Your sister in law is right. You know, it just doesn't seem as though. Anyone should be like, I am dandy. And then just be like, I am also straight and masculine. Because it just doesn't seem like those two things fit. I just think anyone that goes around calling themselves a dandy guy
1: just gets the shit knocked out of them by anyone. And this is proof. This is not a surprise that a 14-year-old boy beat your ass in front of your fiancée and his sister.
0: That's the other part about this, is that he's 14. Sure, 14-year-olds are problems. It just seems like there's a lot of different ways to explain what happened to you that involve the actual law because you could have not hit that 14-year-old and said to yourself, I'm breaking the law if I were to do so because he is 14. I'd still kick a fucking little kid in his face. He punched me. I if, if the 14-year-old punched me, I would also do so. But I'm just saying, if you were trying to be respectable as an adult and not dandy, just respectable, you could have tried to scold this 14-year-old and not hit that person back. Because they are 14, you are an adult. However, it does not appear that you did that. It appears that you took it all on the chin and tried to wipe up this 14-year-old's shoes. He told you to clean his shoes, and you fucking did it.
1: That is so awful. It doesn't matter who you are, how you're dressed if some 14 year old kid jumps off his skateboard burps in your face beats your ass and then makes you clean his shoes with your handkerchief you dandy lad your sister-in-law has every right in the world to call you a fucking pussy
0: yes that's the whole thing that's yeah. really the whole thing i hope also this lady what the fuck never were you, marries you what the fuck were you thinking with the shoes like What is a. Seriously, though, this is the question I have. Seriously. What is a comprehensive clean on a on a on a set of sneakers that you're also skateboarding on? Because it didn't really matter the shoes for the guy. Obviously, he's skateboarding. They're going to fuck up their shoes. I used to all the time. It's just. You know, obviously he didn't give any shits about that, but he gave a shit about making you make sure he got his shoes cleaned. Which, again, leads me to li- believe that you're just a, a human piece of shit. <laughs> I, I just, I kind of, I'm wondering
1: what kind of conversation this little boy. And the rest of the party are having with <laughs> this dipshit. This dandy guy's cleaning his shoes, while well, he's just down there scrubbing away with his handkerchief. What is the scene? Yeah, what's I mean, going on? Is everyone just making awkward eye contact? It has to
0: be. I think they're all eating guacamole. <laughs> Maybe I don't know
1: hummus guacamole, some Russian shit. I don't fucking know. But it all just seems so weird. Did you not think when you were down there before he kicked you in the ribs again to tell you you're a, a sissy? Yeah. That you could just, like, throw, like, dirt in his eyes?
0: Also. I don't know. Also, just aside, just an aside, your younger sister or sister-in-law, I'm not really sure. I can't remember the whole story, uh, is probably going to fuck him.
1: Probably. Yeah, your younger sister-in-law is fucking this kid. He's coming to all the family gatherings to beat yeah. the
0: shit out of you. Just because, I mean, he handled you pretty good. <laughs> she's she's gonna be like, "Hey, wow, that's attractive."
1: <laughs> no shit. What do you do for a living? You're so a dandy drapper dress fellow. Do you work in a magician themed restaurant? Yeah, you have to wear a suit, and you're a dandy. I have never
0: been in a fight in my life, and I'm wearing a suit. That like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, all right, either. whatever. All right, whatever. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and tell me what the is. It seven of clubs.
1: <laughs> seven of clubs, and this kid beats the shit out of you, making your uh, fiance's respect for you disappear wholeheartedly. It's just him
0: punching hollandaise sauce (laughs) on a plate.
1: This is my only advice for you at this point. Tactically leave your fiancé, even though she helped you up. That's just what a good fiancé does. And then you just move out of the country again.
0: She's gonna know that you're a bitch, dude.
1: Yeah, you and piece of shit father just move out of the country together. Have a wonderful life somewhere else. I don't know. Join a gym. Learn how to box.
0: Yeah, any of those things. Yeah,
1: do something. You're 38. Got your ass whooped in front of your fiance by a little kid on a skateboard that made you clean his shoes with your handkerchief. I'm willing to bet you're only out right now a suicide. Yeah. I'm not recommending you do suicide. I'm not that kind of guy. But something has to be better than what you're doing right now because you are a sissy. Yeah. I would kick you in the ribs. Well. Then I'd get this kid a beer because he beat the shit
0: out of a 38 year old guy. Jesus Christ. That in part a suit. cracks me up. <laughs> all right, loser Magoo. Uh that's pretty much all you're gonna get.
1: Enjoy. Yo.
0: All right, this has been episode 62, and you have heard some of the best and worst advice that we could probably provide. Yeah, I, I'm willing to bet it's probably the worst. Well, but, hey, it's, Dandy it's, Guy deserved it. Yeah, it's advice. It's advice. And we're going to start off with this. This fact alone don't ever, don't ever, ever consider yourself or someone you love dandy. That's our The More You Know campaign right now. Nope, Do not ever use the, the term dandy as a friend of yours, really. Like, my friend is dandy. You're, you're just, just stop. You're, you're not a friend anymore. No, I kind of want to bring it back now. No. Just that some ways,
1: nope. somehow, there's a dandy guy that redeemed nope. himself by beating the shit out of a little
0: kid on a skateboard. Nope. No dandies. No, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I just think that there's a lot of other things. Dandy's not a thing. Dandy is not a thing we should really be embracing right now. Well, that's fine. But the only thing we should be embracing right
1: now, that it's been episode 62.
0: Hell yeah. And we
1: are looking forward for you guys to listen to us on 63, just coming out very shortly. And we'd love it that you tune in, you download, and you listen. Hell yeah. This you is wanna fantastic. You
0: want to uh, you want to you want to actually ask us, ask us a question. You can do so on our uh, Twitter at dear Advise. You can do so on our web page dealer uh, dear at podbean dot com. You Are can you ask sure? us a question. <laughs> that was hard to get out. I know. You can ask us a question um, on our Gmail dear advise at gmail dot com. Or just Facebook can, us. Yeah, you can Facebook us some questions, add Daryl Advice. If you want to be party to the Facebook party, just go to our Facebook page, add Daryl Advice.
1: And if you're an interesting person and you think you have something to say, ask us as if you could be a guest on the show.
0: Yes, absolutely. Just don't be
1: a serial killer or a pedophile. We will not let you in.
0: That's not true. We'll probably let you in.
1: <laughs> All right, fair enough so it doesn't matter who you are if you just want to be a guest on the show and you think you could uh, answer the questions just as good as we just ask
0: yep that's it yeah have a good night hell yeah we'll see you next time